0: And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben World. How are you guys doing? No, your audio is not on two times speed or even ten times speed, although I can talk that fast. I just was excited to get to this podcast episode and and let you guys know what's in store for you today. A great episode is on the way. Jacob Owen stopped by the Black Window Cream headquarters, chopped it up with me for a minute. Um, Jacob, if you don't know who he is, he's a a beast... um, DP director. He, he's fantastic. His work is really, really stunning, and he's he's just a beast with the camera. He's also a beast of a man, if you haven't seen him. He's the swollest DP on, on Earth. So... <laughs> He even has a guide that will teach you how to get spoiled like Jacob. You should die. you should definitely go check that out on his, on his website. Um, but not only is he a DP director, he also is an entrepreneur. Um, what I really like about this episode and, and what I personally inspires me about Jacob is his ability to create multiple lanes of revenue um, by building different businesses. He, he has a, his... Buffner's channel on YouTube, which is growing, I think it's at like 800,000 subscribers right now. He does a lot of teaching on there. He shows a lot of behind the scenes of his filmmaking process. There's a lot of cool stuff that you should definitely check out if you haven't uh, became familiar with it. He also is um, the owner of Tropic Color, which is he Kept secret for like a year, um, and finally came out and said that he owns that, which is really dope. He has prism, eff- prism, prism lens effects, uh, which has he's literally building pieces that you can put on your camera to give you a different styles. We used it on the machine on Kelly video that was directed not too long ago, and it, it looked incredible. So, yeah, definitely excited for this episode to come out. There's so much that I think you guys are going to learn. Um, he's definitely when it comes to hustle that motherfucker that's like his middle name he's constantly pushing the limits and setting new bars for himself he's even committed to trying to buy a new house for every year (laughs) every year for five years which is fucking crazy and he's coming up on the fifth fifth house right now which he just got in la which is pretty dope he's like he actually bought like an old he'll talk about it in the thing but he just bought an old house he's tricking it out to be like the illest spot to go and do photo shoots and shoot videos and everything like that so Lots, lots in store, guys. I'm excited for this episode. Thank you, Jacob, for coming through. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's it. I I guess the main thing I want to talk about is our new PDF guide that we made. It's like a, I don't want to call it a PDF. It's like a fucking book. I mean, me and Dave sat down and went hammer. Our boy Ian chopped it up with the the design and made this thing look incredible. Um, This is like 50 some pages long and it's called How to Charge a Client guide. It is a literal guide based on my experiences, I guess, um, throughout my time in this industry and just, I don't know, some tips and tricks I think could provide a lot of value when you guys are you know trying to answer those hard questions of what is your rate and uh, how much does it cost to do X, Y, Z. All these questions that we all do not know the answers for, I, I tried to make it make a little bit more sense in the way I, I generally go about um, charging my clients so if you guys want to check out that it's available on our store right now shopbwnc.com um patreon members do get that downloadable as soon as they become a patron which is dope so if you're trying to get the plug patreon.com slash cream and save a little bit of money um but yeah i don't know definitely check it out we put a lot of work into this for several weeks and i'm excited as fuck um we talk about guides with jacob during this episode so uh definitely looking up to him for w- making guides and and i think that hopefully this is a non-corny way to explain a lot of good information in a compact amount of time so yeah check that out please let us know what you think about it when you do read it I would love to hear your feedback I would love to you know just pick your brain on what you liked and and get some reviews so we can post it on the website too so submit those I don't care email it to me blackwithnocream at gmail.com DM me I don't care whatever you do just send it to me somehow I would love to hear your feedback on that and other than that the contest um, is due on the 3rd so if you're in the contest right now I know a bunch of people have been sending me DMs about um, you know them getting their package from Dutch Bros we're really pumped on this contest I already seen one submission, which is fucking crazy. The first one out the gate was fire. So yeah, the competition is going to be tight, people. It's going to be tight. But yeah, July 3rd is the final day to submit your content. Con- your content? The final day to submit your content. So if you want to uh, do that and make the deadline, you better be cracking on it right now because you only have a few days left. All right, cool. Uh, that's it for me, Blabin'. Let's get to this podcast right after the most epic intro ever created, right motherfucking now! Attention.
1: If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live?
0: You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding, you won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing.
1: And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to
0: Uh, goes to black with no cream what do you think it's so fucking dumb and so fucking ben Higarty. i knew you would say that and we are back with another black with no cream podcast new episode every single wednesday and sunday uh right. guess who's in the house today motherfuckers i am
1: jacob Owens.
0: <laughs> i've had you on the hit list for since i started this shit dope <laughs> so dope. that's like almost two years yeah and hit uh, list—that's what you call it. Hit list. Yeah, there, that's, I like, that. I I like cry, that. I'll cross you off. You ever seen Billy Madison when um he? Uh, I have called that
1: guy. You No, I'm not, not seen Billy Madison. I think I went to like see it and. In- theaters one time with my parents and they didn't realize what movie it was or or we rented it and then they realized what it was and they turned it off or we left yeah. something like that yeah that was actually no that was big daddy that it had to be vhs daddy, back
0: so. in the day because yeah so i was kind of sheltered growing up well so. there's like these this this dude that he calls during the movie feels bad they used to make fun of this kid in school so he yeah. calls him and just apologizes but the guy that he's apologizing to is now like a 40 year old man and he's putting on like lipstick while he's calling him and he's just <laughs> very creepy Later, ends up sniping a dude that's next to Adam Sandler. Wants to kill Adam Sandler, and he looks up and he sees the guy, and he just sniped this dude and didn't shoot Adam. And Adam just kind of gives him a thumbs up, and that guy (laughs) gives him a thumbs up. He's like, "Glad I called that guy." Wow. So yeah, I'm glad I called you. I'm glad I could explain Billy Madison to you. No, I don't need to watch the movie. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the
1: podcast, dude. How you been? Thank you, man. Been great. Been. Grinding, just uh, busy as always. But we know I'm glad I can make this happen. I was yeah. I hit you what like a week ago. Tried to make it happen. You were yeah, out of town. Yeah, I because uh, we linked up on the MGK shoot. We didn't seen you and since Chris I, is Doc. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about getting on
0: then. Dude, tried to make it happen last week. Didn't happen. We made it happen now. So, you, you're, yeah. you're, is this, does this count as you moving to LA or is this just a project? You're your a project. endeavor. It's just a project. I will forever
1: be an Arizonian
0: and okay. will primarily
1: live in Arizona or say I live in Arizona. I don't like to say I live in LA. I don't, I don't like living in LA. That's tight. I love, I love Arizona because it's like, one, it's where I grew up and where I'm from and I think everyone always has usually a special tie to home right but for me it's so close to LA so it's like easy to like bounce back and forth yeah, but it's yeah. like it's kind of like my getaway because LA can get just Man. crazy and hectic and wild and it's just nice to like kind of go and reset right and I don't have to go far to do it and Arizona's freaking great it's really fast growing city but there's always just so much to do and the people are nice i mean it's hot but there's no humid humidity so it's not not as bad i've been texas florida all these other places during the summer it's way worse than arizona at 120 Hundred percent. So no matter what yeah. sucks ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when heat, I get to Arizona does, and I walk outside I'm like oh, fuck my God, am I here
1: freaking baking. Bro Yeah, when we were kids we used to put like freaking eggs on the sidewalk and like watch them just No. Th- it really worked? Yeah, it works. The street or Damn. You can you could cook stuff outside on the street, no lie. That's fucking yeah. shitty I think Yeah, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but no, Arizona's home, always will be. How long this long's the new drive? project, six hours.
0: Oh yeah, so hours. that's not bad.
1: I mean to the border it's like two right but like to work you know where i live in la or whatever it's like
0: six six right. and a half you but pr- you, you can like get here for work quickly if you need to yeah like
1: i it's something comes up like literally like i can be there that day next day whatever right. if something comes up that night and i'm there in the morning i could be like, yeah i'm bouncing out there or hour flight whatever so it's not Super it's not close. bad yeah, so you yeah. just
0: got a new we'll get into it later but you just yeah. got a new house got a house out here congrats Thank you. Appreciate it. But what's dope about the house is it's not for him to live in. No. It is is my new business venture. I like it. Yeah. He bought like this old retro crib 60s built in the 60s it was 60s
1: right and it hasn't like really been touched since right and that's what i was looking for and so i actually got a good deal on it because it, it was so old so pe- you know it's like, yeah, like you get a problem? better price like because people are like oh i have to put like a 100k into this to like remodel it make it dope but it's like no that's what i was looking for <laughs> yeah. i was looking for a house that was literally like looks like it came out the 60s yeah. and so um but yeah i'm just gonna like build off of that make it like all like the rooms all like 60s themed the living room kitchen etc like play it up um, do that but then all the extra bedrooms turn those into like you know like different studio rooms so you have like a neon jungle room the all gold room a texture room like and you can do all these different have like wall flats and a photo studio out back and all these things and just build out like this really dope peer space studio film photo prop
0: house like just like you know just like all all in kind of thing so so if you're listening you still you don't know what he's talking about this just going to be the illest fucking photo yeah. shoot space and video space come shoot there you, come shoot yeah. hit
1: me up if you want to come shoot there you know maybe i'll give you a special deal a special pricing or something if with like black and no cream or
0: something Ooh! You know i like this <laughs> i like this is it a uh, how 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 can people you probably don't have anything, i don't, you yeah, just got the i literally just
1: got it it'll be up on like pure space gigster splacer like okay. all those things and then hopefully i'll get it like officially on some like big uh la like film location websites as well or whatever
0: but those will be the first little spots he's been showing me photos and maybe justin when you're editing this you could add photos if you if you could share something but yeah he just got this fucking ill-ass old like camper thing trailer whatever it is that looks like a little rv vintage rv you got your car you said you're gonna put like a mustang or something there. yeah i have like a cherry red 65 mustang so like
1: again 60s yeah. park that right out front people can use that as a picture car for photos video shoot whatever yeah. so just kind of have all these different things that you can do and it, well, like we we uh we've built like like you know, platforms and stuff to like shoot through like for photo or video, but like wall flats with windows and stuff too. And so like we'll do that and house all that stuff there. So if you like want to pull one of those out, you can, if you want to rent one for a shoot, you have somewhere else you can come pick it up. Smart. Like I want it to be more like, like we have stuff there that you could also like come like rent or if you need us to build something, we could do that too. Cause I got, I got crafty friends and oh, yeah. I'm pretty crafty myself. So
0: right. that's dope. Yeah. Congrats, man. That's going to be yeah, I'm excited. You, uh, you are a fucking beast <laughs> when it on multiple levels. All right. Yeah. Like not just using a camera, which is hard enough, like right. for most people to just master camera. But then on top of it, a direct B or wait, did I say a direct yeah. B. Yeah. You can edit. Yeah. See, you can, that. um, you are a businessman. Yeah through and through yeah, and have multiple motherfucking businesses yeah. like, crush ass yeah. <laughs> crush ass people listen to what this is an important episode to listen to because yeah. this dude has cracked the code Crack the code you've cracked the fucking code bro I mean and you're yeah, a YouTuber yeah. technically because yeah. you got motherfucking subs you yeah. got subs and likes and subscribes You make sure you there, like yeah there's
1: subscribe. there's a I don't even it's funny when people ask me like what do you do or like what are you it's hard to explain because mm. it's not like some people write like they might just be a dp mm. and like that's what they do i'm a dp right it's like someone else like yeah i'm a filmmaker or yeah i'm a director or like i'm a set de- designer art yeah. director or whatever like it's so hard for me to be like okay well i like i have to just be like um a Filmmaker, entrepreneur. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I do so many different things. Right. It's, it's hard to just not feel like I'm tooting my own horn. Well, well I'm this, 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 this. It's weird, then. right? So,
0: yeah, it kind of feels weird. Yeah, and yeah. it just gets long and like, okay, dude. Every time someone asks me that, I'm like, I don't know. They're like, what yeah. do you do? And I don't, like, I could. What I want to say is, oh, I'm I shoot for Beyonce and Jay Z, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then that's the weirdest shit to say to right, someone, and it's right. like, you are are you trying to be cool to me? I'm like, right, no, right. that's no, just that's what, just I've been what doing I do for like yeah, a long yeah. time now. Yeah. But when you when you do like all of your business, aside, well, shoot, like now I'm a real estate investor, right? Technically, yeah, like, you got you properties, know, yeah. that's, so, that's why I thought was cool. I remember you posting something like every year was it on your yeah. birthday or something? Like you wanted no, at least was, every year. It was when I bought the my first house.
1: I like set a goal for myself. I was like every year for the next five years, I'm gonna buy a house, which I've done so far. 2020 would be the fifth one. Cause that was in 2015 when I bought the first one. And then literally before I even got the key to the house, me and Futuristic shot a video out front of the house. I didn't even own the property yet. And we just went there and shot it. I was like, "Ah, this bitch mine now. That's fucking crazy. So, And then same thing when I bought my second one, we did the same thing like while it was under construction or whatever we went in. Cause I remodeled and like flipped that one. Right. That was like a flip project that down the road, like was going to turn it in like put money into it. So it's already worth more than Airbnb out. And then down the road, you know, when the house is all paid off and you know, fif- 15 years down the road, when that area, the, all the ho- home values have gone way up, sell it and make a killing. So, right. but we, I flipped that one with my mom. My mom helped, uh, kind of, you know decorations flipping you know it was the first time I had ever done something like that yeah. so I kind of needed a little a little guidance in that space and she she's very hands on very so crafty my, my so, mom's yeah, the same way yeah
0: my mom and my dad are like painting the garage right now and doing yeah. all that shit is it is your uh is the plan so now you have 4 mm-hmm. well I actually just sold one of them literally like this l- couple days ago oh, shit yeah, That's a couple dope. days ago last week In Arizona? Yeah. The one you live in. The very
1: first one I bought, I just sold that. Right. um, Because the market was really good right then. Yeah. And like I had, I don't know how much disclosure I should give without (laughs) sounding like, you know, weird. But I bought it for 305. I had it for, you know, since 2015. So about four years coming up on four. I bought it like in the fall. So coming up on four years and the market value was saying like around like 380, 385. So I was like, I'm going to sell that and then put all that money into either a new property or also this new one right. and like just turn that into now a business for myself. Yeah, Because this business with the the property for like filmmaking photos or whatever can be way more lucrative than like an Airbnb could. With totally. Airbnb, there's like a ceiling. You can't like get past like a ceiling because there's only so many bookings per month because of how many people can stay there. And you know, you, there's not like, like with a shoot, someone could rent it for 16 hours and you're getting paid for 16 hours, but like you only get paid a night you know on airbnb it's like rent per night so it's like i was just seeing like the options like oh there's so much more potential over here it's such a higher ceiling with this Mm. you know Film, photo, property, like I'm gonna sell this one, put it into that, and then also buy like a new, like my next goal is Hawaii, so I'm putting that money into Hawaii? My, my little Hawaii house. You love that motherfucking freaking state. Love Hawaii. I've, I've been never there like been.
0: 50, what? I've never been. I've been bro. like 15 times. I know now. you have the most insane footage there too. Yeah, this is yeah. you being swollen like a well, fucking waterhole. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> look at this fucking guy, bro. There's this
1: photo. There's this photo that I took there when I went to Kauai, and it got. I put it on Unsplash. If you don't know what Unsplash is, it's like a free photo sharing site. Or whatever so anyone can like download your photos and there's this photo of me like standing in front of this waterfall holding my camera and I'm just like looking up and it's literally like I like to say that it's like the most used photo on the internet because it pops up Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, like from people I downloading it, like yeah, like people using it for their Facebook ads or like memes, like you know, with the inspirational quote on it, or like, like all over the place. Every day, I get sent like a new thing, like oh, there's but that picture but with you something knew, being used when for.
0: uploading it there, that it would be like a copyright but free. Yeah, date. yeah, You're yeah. Offering yeah, it yeah. for people to use. It,
1: I'm the number one most followed person on that platform now.
0: <laughs> like, so, and dope.
1: I, but it didn't like the whole reason I did it is because like I would take a lot of photos, but like on my Instagram, I wasn't going to share like a landscape photo of freaking Hawaii. Like people don't really follow me for that stuff. They follow me for film stuff. And so it was just like, I need a place where I can like share photos, but I'm not going to build a website. I don't classify my classify myself as a photographer. So I don't want to like have a yeah. I was like, where can I share my photos? And it was like two years ago, maybe two and a half, three years now. And I just found like free photo sharing sites and I found unsplash. And I was like, oh, this is cool the way it's laid out and I'll just start sharing my photos. And I started sharing like gear photos from like set travel, whatever I thought was cool that like I wanted to share and put out there, but not like, necessarily throw up on my Instagram or whatever and like all these companies started using all my gear photos for like their websites and ads and mailing list things and like I was in a store and B&H I was like an ad for a hard drive Yo, like they had my the f- picture with a camera and like I started getting then I was in a mall in South Africa 20 foot by 20 <laughs> with my with my camera with my camera underwater in Hawaii and it was like live adventurously and it was like some ad for some like travel agency so or whatever so this is the and
0: biggest it, hack for brands like if you're a brand listening yeah, to shit yeah, yeah. and you want free, you want dope, dope, free photos, dope
1: photos go to unsplash and you can download anything and use it for free however I've been put on like a gay ad with my brother like my brother <laughs> Like, you and your brother? Me and my brother, like, my brother's Incest. sitting sitting on my shoulders, like, in Hawaii again, uh, and there's, like, a waterfall behind us, and, like, multiple times, like, different, like, gay blogs or, like, ads have used it, like, how to know your best friend's gay, or, like, whatever, and it's, like, a picture of, <laughs> picture of me and my brother, like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, I don't care. People are like, bro, like, you don't you don't get mad that people are stealing your photos or using your yeah, right. likeness. I was like, I don't care. Right. Like, I don't care. Like, and, and if anything, it's led to more opportunities for me. I was going to say. If anything has led to more opportunities because these companies then hit me up and like, Asked me to do stuff for them or like find out about me because of them using my photos, mm. like ShareGrid. You know yeah, what ShareGrid right. is? Yeah, yeah. They were one of the first ones. Like I said, when I was uploading gear photos, yeah, they started downloading all my gear photos because no one on Unsplash was uploading dope equipment pictures. Wow. Like I was one of the first people. You know what I mean? Because there wasn't like filmmakers on Unsplash for free sharing photos of their gear. Yeah. So they started populating their website with it, and they reached out to me, and then I did like I met up with them, and then I did an event with New York. Uh, in New York with them with red. And like, yeah. then we, they let me on this, uh, this one shoot, they were can't testing out the new Canon, like cinema camera. And we, we've just always been close. And, and this stems and from them finding this stems the stems from photos. Yeah. And now and I, I know both owners and have their numbers in Do my you know phone. Brent? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brent, he was, just on the he was the one that reached out to me. Yeah. That's yeah. Dope. And so then like, I've had companies just straight up like, Hey, we know like f- these photos are free, but we'd like to pay you for your photo. And like this, Dope, the dopest photo I think I've ever taken, and was on a GoPro. I was sh- diving with sharks off the coast of Oahu. Free di- like uh, snorkeling, not fuck even diving. Snorkeling with sharks, dude! It was the craziest experience ever. Yeah, like, no shit. There's sharks, bro. <laughs> Some dude just <laughs> died in Hawaii bro, doing that shit. shit. That's true. That's I was, crazy. I was, I was, yeah. I found out about that when I was in Arizona because my brother's from Hawaii, and they were like, "Yo, someone just died from a tiger shark um, off the coast of Maui, which is where they live." But anyways, I was snorkeling with sharks, and coolest thing you'll you can ever do in your life go do it um okay ocean one diving off the coast of oahu north shore um and they take you out there a really small boat like five six people because they have to like make sure they can keep an eye on you and you drive like a couple miles off the coast and they're just like all right we're here and you can like literally see like pff, sharks swing below what the water the and they're like they're like jump in and i just remember looking at my brother and like bro we're we about to just jump in this water with sharks. Like they're like, yeah, just jump in. And it was just like, just jump. I was in. I was the first one too, and I just literally, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm about to do this. And you jump in, and it was just like, poof Adrenaline. You go underwater, and there there was like forty sharks, and like some were big, like ten feet, like, and you're just like, it is the most like humbling, like just like awe experience like you can you can have. Are you just like,
0: bobbling at the top or are you diving in? You can in? dive
1: down. Yeah, you can dive down. They're like, they they just want you like, so there'll be like a person in the water with you. At first it was just me and my brother because the other people on the boat ended up being like too scared. They didn't want to go in. And so me and my brother in there with like 40 sharks and the and the person, she'll be just kind of around the boat and you look at her and you point down. She'll give you a thumbs up. She just wants to like keep an eye on you and you just dive down and you're freaking however far down you can dive you know it's uh, you know your swimming capabilities but you dive down sharks all around i have videos on on uh either on youtube or instagram with you know me and my brother swimming with them Holy and, shit! But I had my GoPro going back to Unsplash, and I just like took a went to the like the surface, kind of just under the water, took a picture because there was just like literally looking down. You're just like, I can't even count how many sharks are here right now. Whoa, like
0: they just don't attack you. No,
1: they don't attack. I mean, they're just you're not a threat to them, and they don't see you as. I mean, like they say they've they or they've said they've never had one incident ever. Like <laughs> it's just yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, the crazy thing is when we're going out there, they're like, oh, by the way, like. You know, when we're out there, like safety precaution, if you see, you know, all these sharks and then they just start to like dissipate and they like disappear that means there's something bigger in the area and I was well, just like oh, shit. Shit. so the whole time I was just like looking out for these sharks like okay they're still here they're still here because they're like it could be a tiger like that's usually what they'll get like a tiger will come in and it's a dominance thing so like the sharks depending on their dominance or whatever their size and their rank like they sit higher in the water or lower in the water huh. and uh, but like if a big shark comes in she's like literally you'll just notice all of a sudden the sharks disappear and then like a few moments later you'll just you see die. If, yeah you just <laughs> die You're, it's end like a tiger will come in and she's like if you see a tiger like hold on to the rope on the boat you can stay in the water but just hold on to the rope on the boat but like, you can stay in the water like they're, they swim down and like freaking grab on their fins and like Glide with them, like they're crazy. They're, so what, I mean, they're professional. They've been doing this their whole life. But. The photo that you
0: got was about. So the sharks? photo was
1: just a little GoPro above the sharks, looking straight down. And it's my favorite photo of like ever taking, just because every time I look at it, it's probably a nostalgia thing too. Right, totally. But every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I did that, and and it's just a really cool photo. But this company hit me up, like from Japan or China, they were running some campaign and they wanted to use the photo as like their main photo for the campaign. And they're like, do do you mind if uh, we pay you $500 for the photo? I was like, no, that's the cost (laughs) of the motherfucking GoPro. (laughs) Sure. So they paid me $500 and I, I never even know or see, I've never seen the ad or anything, but like people can use it for free, but you'll have people or companies hit you up and just want to either pay you or pay you just so that they're like potentially
0: not you don't like, covered. like yeah
1: just to make sure yeah. or whatever but you can use them yeah for free and but I've, I've had it lead to like jobs like that where like i meet with certain people or companies or companies then reach out to me. Cause they, they see my photos and like, Oh, we'd love for you to do like photos or video. Like we did research into you and we see all all the stuff you do. Like, can you do a campaign for us? You know, like, right, totally. or just someone will be like, Hey, here's $50 for a photo. Hey, here's $500 for a right. photo. So you just never know. Like, and that's the biggest thing I've always told to like people who are like trying to come up in any industry, whether it's like, you know, a photographer, you know, a videographer, you're freaking a painter or whatever. Like, Don't get caught up in like the money early on like oh like I'm not going to put my photos up here for free Like look at everything as a connection potential potential connection potential exposure Like if I would have never put my photos up on there, I would have never met all those companies I would have never got on some of those jobs. I would never got paid by some of those people I wouldn't be the number one most followed user on the platform like I wouldn't that and then one time I asked on instagram because I noticed like like when I started picking up steam on Unsplash that I was getting like more followers on Instagram and I have my Instagram handle listed in my Unsplash thing, right. you know, it's just another, again, yeah, another Avenue for exposure. Totally. And so I did a, like a poll on my Instagram, like, Hey, where have you guys found me from like mm-hmm. YouTube, Instagram, Unsplash other. And like the two biggest ones were Instagram and Unsplash. Like that's and insane. unsplash was like way
0: up there. And like, I was just talking about that because I, that's, what's so interesting is how I was talking to a friend that is, I was talking to Cal Scrooby. He's booming on his YouTube now. Like yeah. He's just been starting to get a lot of love on there. And I was like, yo, you have to treat that as something completely separate because look at like you have how many people on the Buff Nerds YouTube channel? It's almost 800,000 yeah, subs. Yeah, it's like
1: 785 or something like
0: that. And what do you add on IG? 125. The
1: 125.
0: difference is so crazy that these people love watching you for minutes on end, but they're not it's not like clicking or they just don't give a fuck about instagram right that's what's so different is that all these platforms are different worlds you know what i mean it's like like
1: it's like even streaming services you might have someone who like is all about like you know netflix and watches their shows over here but there's the show they love on hulu but they're not going to watch the show on Hulu. like i don't know there's so many like you have to like like again i said it's connection like as many putting as many fishing lines out into the lake as possible right because it's like if you look at like just exposure or your growth or or, or anything from like it's like a a giant lake like okay instagram is one fishing rod right Mm -hmm. you throw it out there well like you think someone who has instagram unsplash youtube all these lines they're going to be able to catch more fish yeah because they have all these opportunities to catch those fish than one single fishing line or one single rod so it's like yeah just using you know all the different avenues you can to to gain exposure, get your work out there, get your, you know, like, again, I never, like, was trying to, like, be a photographer or or like get my photography seen. i just wanted a place to share like the photos that i wasn't going to share to instagram and i thought were cool for myself it's a great idea and then it just freaking took off for me so i need to get back to posting on there it's been a while but (laughs) i'm just so busy with so many things it's It's hard to like oh what unsplash photos am i going to take today right yeah (laughs) yeah, yeah.
0: Uh. so um, I'll just repost the fucking chart. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's see what laughs> just, yeah, shoot. Let me let me tweak the colors a bit, a hue Oh, yep, repost. Was, uh, um, Yeah, repost. before so. all right. Before we get into right now, I want to I want to know about how you got to where you are today. Like growing up, right? Creatively, how did how, what pushed you into being creative? See,
1: I think that's what translates into what everything that I do today is. Because like when I was a kid, man, like I would freaking always be creating something like i'd be drawing my own shoe collection drawing and designing my own golf course making a magazine for the neighborhood kids wiffle ball team that i put together and like we'd had two teams and i'd keep statistics and put together like my own sports illustrated magazine i'd film videos i'd make i made my own board games had them laminated i drew my all own men in black card game. That was like Pokemon because yeah. I was like into Pokemon, but I was like, I want my own card game. And I just made my own game. And it was like you would be a men in black agent, and that was like your player, and then you would have your aliens on your roster. And I drew hundreds of aliens Yo, and like you with powers. Bro, this I, ha- bro, right I have them all at home. Like it's it's crazy. And then I did a po- uh, I did a SpongeBob one, same thing. I did a Monopoly game. I did other boys, and like I was just always creating roller coaster Tycoon the Sims, building right. houses, Loved building parts. Like moon, just, I was always creating and doing stuff and moving on to the next thing. And like, I think it just carried over into my adult life. Like, Clearly. I'm not, not that like I'm like ADHD or ADD or whatever, but just like, I just like to always be doing something or creating things. I don't like to be stuck on one thing and like yeah. only putting my focus there. Like I have so many ideas and I love to do so many different things that it's like, why limit myself? And I just want to like, yeah, I don't know. Do you Just have siblings? Like, I have two. So Derek
0: and Tessa. Were they always doing the similar shit? Or was Tessa, your-
1: Tessa, no, because she was, she was like kind of the, the loner sister who like stayed in her room and played right. with her dolls and like whatever. But me and my brother, like my brother would do everything with with me. We'd make our little monster movies. Um, he he helped me draw some of the aliens, although his art you know, his uh, drawing
0: abilities were not the strongest. So, you
1: know, when you're looking at the cards, you're like, oh
0: yeah, Derek, Derek drew that. So it's kind of like you and your brother were like, Creatively active was your family was like really pushing for this shit.
1: My mom was just like she grew up her mom was an artist like a painter and so she always like had us doing arts and crafts and painting and just she even taught art at our school like a couple times a week or you know every once in a while just not on like she was brought in by the school but like she suggested it like oh you guys should have like an art class once a week and I'm willing to teach it like one year for carving pumpkins instead of carving them we would go to the store and we got vegetables and you would with like toothpicks like put lettuce on the head like it was hair and carrots for the eyes and like different things and mm. like just always had something like creative and fun to do and was pushing us to like be creative and like we would build like rube goldberg scenes cause like mess like we were just she didn't care if we made a mess she just wanted us to like have fun and be creative and do what we want to do like even on our movies like it's so funny we made this little monster movie and i asked my mom to play the part of a mom and her son she wakes up and her son's been mauled and he's just like my it was my friend nick and he's all bloody and and it's so funny watching the home movie she just comes out. And she's like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Nick! Nick! No! Nine one one! Nine one one!" Bro, we, when we watch it to this day, we just die. And she just she can't watch it. And but like <laughs> she was like down to like helping. Yeah. Beyond. It's hard to watch myself there too because I was taking myself so seriously. I was like the detective, but like also like directing. And so if Derek <laughs> would mess up on the camera. I'm like cut
0: like like <laughs> just like just yeah it's it funny. where did you grow up in arizona arizona it was yeah, in yeah, arizona tempe yeah yeah is that so, where your house is right now yeah in tempe? that's where i live oh, tempe cool.
1: in cairo it's literally it's so funny it's literally literally like seven houses away from my parents house
0: that's insane. but i didn't
1: even know like i just was looking for a place and like it i came across this place randomly not even like typing in any address or anything it just popped up in the backyard. Was like. Always what I've wanted out of a backyard. And then I saw like one or two pictures of the inside. I was like, I don't even need to see anymore. This is, I was like, this is the house I want. Yeah. And I sent it to my mom and I was like, this is the house that I want to go after. And she's like, you know, that's in our neighborhood, right? I was like, really? She's like, yeah, it's like literally across the street. So like, this it's is like the neighborhood the you corner. grew up in? No, no, oh, this okay. is where they live now. But yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So technically, I live, you know, like a minute walk from my parents' house you know, or whatever. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah so love that's that. why i live i, I love Arizona. how they push
0: you like the idea of just having open platform to be creative yeah. even the stuff with like the the vegetables and shit like yeah. I, I feel like when i was come, like my uh my friend's mom was like an arts and crafts chick too or whatever and she would always do the same shit where we were just i don't know we just would be over at his house and just be doing the wildest stuff or like making like fucking weird bracelets and doing right. dope shit and it was right. like so fun to build oh yeah and i think that that is cool it makes sense like right. hearing that and then what you do now. Well,
1: it, yeah, it fosters that that creativity and those wavelengths, I think, in the brain that just, like, want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and you, the more you do it, I think, you know, it just, yeah, it just kind of fosters that that creativity. I think if you grow, like, if I were to grow up not having done any of that or, like, kind of not pushed because I, I wanted to do it. But, yeah. like, hey, go be creative. Go do that. You know what I mean? Like, or at least the freedom to do it. You know, I, I don't know if I would be kind of like how I am today you know what I mean but I think because it was so like just yeah do whatever you know you want to do creatively and like have fun and like it just yeah it just kind of carried over into my adult life for sure so so
0: when you were I mean at that age and you're saying stuff like cut and you know you're playing director yeah when did you find yourself actually like starting to get into real I like, was. Oh, I'm gonna work. I like this. We
1: always ran around with my parents' camera, we filming everything. We yeah. filmed us dunking outside and making our own dunk competitions. ESPN, like, like I've said, monster movies, our own ESPN show, and like doing all this crazy Hot Wheels cars and making our own Fast and Furious movies and stuff. But it was like my sophomore year in high school they just launched like a video class um but right before that i think it was my freshman freshman or sophomore year right at the beginning um the football i kind of made videos and like but with like still images on i or windows movie maker and then i found out how you could like take videos from like your little digital tape camera or whatever and put it into the computer and start chopping that up. So I would do little videos at home uh, digitally and chop up like my own little like Nike commercial with my homie and like stuff like that. And the football team, knew i was doing it because again mutual friends and all this stuff like yo you want to make like a football commercial for for the pep rally like hype people up and i was like yeah let's do it and so we made like a under armor-esque like football promo for like the big game and it played at the pep rally and it was the first video to play at a a school pep rally that's crazy um at least made by a student or something like that you know what i mean and and it played and like everyone all day long one got a like big you know yeah. clap or whatever everyone was hyped but all day long teachers students were coming up to me that video was so sick like you got to make video it- you got to make videos and this is what you should do. And that was kind of like the aha moment. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to do film stuff, like That's video crazy. stuff. Cause I always liked to do it, <laughs> right. but then it was like, Oh, like this could be my job kind of thing. And so I was in that video class and Mr. Cole, I did like video announcements and like little, little stuff like that. And I created a segment called man on the street. And it was like the segment that everyone looked forward to. At the It was Friday, <laughs> Friday on the video announces be man on the street. It'd be me going around asking kids riddles and like trying to stump them and make them look stupid <laughs> in front of the whole school. <laughs> and so I would do like little little riddles. Like, you know, like if uh, you know, if you got a roof like this that comes to a point and a
0: rooster lays an egg on the top, which way will it fall north or south? Uh, fucking it won't. Why? Because it's balanced perfectly when you set it down? <laughs>
1: nah, bro. Roost, roosters don't lay eggs.
0: God damn it! Motherfucker! <laughs> and it looks so, so was, stupid on my platform! <laughs> <laughs> so I would just do stuff like
1: that and like just end BS. Yeah, that's and, hilarious. And so that was like you know, kind of my thing in high school. And then I went to ASU for film school Oh, cool! and uh, you know, I just wanted to stay close to home. I didn't want to go far and uh, I always wanted to go to ASU too. And it was like literally like five minutes away from my house. So it was like, I'd be stupid not to go here.
0: But in high school, did you know about their film program? Like did you, it was, it was
1: relatively new. It was only like four or five years old and it was like, okay. It wasn't like established or anything, but I knew they had it and I was going to go there for that. Again, I'm so like, I grew up and still am such a homebody. I don't like to be far. Like the last thing I wanted to be was like really far away for college and what, like I wanted to be close. Like I I liked being close to home and I had trouble staying the night at kids' houses when I was little. I'd always call my mom at, you know, late at night, come get me. Like I just didn't, I wanted to be home. So stayed home, went to film school there. And then that's kind of where things started taking off for me in a little bit where I got my first little canon hv-30 a little little tape camera dv little mini dv or something like that and started doing that and then i think my sophomore junior year is when the t2i the canon t2i came out and i had bought one of those and shot my first music video for futuristic who who was my friend in high school and then that's literally like uploaded that to my youtube channel started the buff nerds youtube channel right then uploaded that and that was like the start of everything that's fucking
0: so. crazy i didn't know he went he was from arizona
1: yeah yeah and we went to high school mcclintock together he's on the basketball team wow yeah so that's how we knew each other and like met and then linked later on again like my sophomore junior year did you ever school his
0: ass in high school a, a man on the street bro we
1: so we hated each other the, it's the craziest thing because he came in i was a senior or a junior or something like that um and uh, at McClintock and he came in as the new kid from like uh, Illinois. Yeah, Danville, Illinois. And we had Open Gym. And me and him, because he was the new kid and I was like, like co captain or like just high up on the team or whatever. And we got into it because he was talking hella stuff. And it's funny, <laughs> my dad went to everything and he even went to the Open Gym. So he was like up in the stands, like the only dad just really at Open Gym, just watching, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so we get into it because he was like, yeah, that's what's up, ba, 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 this and that. And I'll be like, I remember saying, you got to know your place oh like, and like he was just like what like into like That's the friday so night, so night shit like, from that point like we hated each other and uh, he was a great below me so he was on Derek's, uh my brother's like jv team and yeah. i was on varsity and and but the house our house was like the house everyone came to and because my brother was on j like teammates from his team would come to the house teammates from my team yeah. would come to the house and there was just <clears throat> always we were playing basketball and doing stuff and so he he came around enough to where it was like finally like oh you're cool yeah whatever like squash beef but it's not like we like we're like best homies or anything but we ended up like being like all right you're cool like you're straight but uh and now like great friends business partners we you know for years we're grinding on YouTube and putting out hella I mean, probably of hundreds shit. of videos, yeah. you know, and, and whatnot, but it all started from a deep seated hatred on the open, open court. That's hilarious. You
0: know? Yeah. I got to know your motherfucking play. The closest the
1: cl- I've never, like, I've never been in a fight. I'm not like, I don't ever want to fight anyone, but the closest I've always come to being in a fight was that on the freaking basketball court. Oh. Just no, just on the basketball yeah. court in general. Cause people just get, people get heated. They do. Mm. And I'll never, I'll never be the one to get like heated first, but if like someone's like, doing or saying something I'll be like like bro just chill yeah. and then that take like what you mean fucking chill yeah, yeah, like this and, and immediately. then immediately start
0: something and yeah so I remember going to yeah. like the rec our rec center and I, uh there was a kid like I was in this weird middle stage where I was transferring from catholic school to public school yeah and so there was another public school that was like our rival and I was just, like just trans transferring and this dude from the other school who's now like I'm super cool with him now like yeah. I just saw him during Christmas and he's just like yo you're killing it blah blah yeah, yeah, yeah chucks a fucking basketball at the back of my head boom hits me and i'm like what the fuck was that shit but i'm like i don't have squad like i I don't even know the kids in my public school and i'm like (laughs) yo fuck this dude or whatever i remember like (laughs) it would happen all the time in basketball you just want to like yeah yeah. go against these people it It was weird i don't know yeah competition in general it should do like a um like a a new style. Remember when the NFL or it was like a foot there was like a football league? No, oh, okay. XFL, yeah, And It yeah, was yeah. like you could like fuck people. Up. Yeah, if yeah, you should do that with basketball. That'd be dope. Damn, that'd be crazy. <laughs> you you just kind of like did them. it with slam ball for a minute.
1: Like you could kind of, oh, yeah, you, you could you wreck people with slam ball. But they had so many second. fucking pads on and shit. This yeah.
0: got to be bare knuckle. <laughs> just, <laughs> just people out there throwing punches <laughs> yeah. when you get the you get the ball and just there's like little like, basketballs yeah. that are concrete. And you could just chuck them at people. Anyway, little basketballs that are concrete. Crazy, bro. I'm fucking get crazy That's uh, funny. so when when you started working with him right you put the youtube shit out youtube wasn't what it is right now when right. you started dropping shit were you seeing uh, a reaction to your content or was it just within the school and you were like sharing stuff that well, way
1: not not right away but pretty close because it was right after that i worked with my a uh, guy who was a quarterback for asu his name samson who's a good friend to this day uh he was doing music and he saw the first video I shot for futuristic on mill Ave, which is by ASU and whatnot. And we did a video and then he told me about this kid. He's like, yo man, there's this really dope kid from California, Ventura, California, his name's Kyle. right? right. And then he goes, he goes by KID. He doesn't have any videos or anything, but he's dope. Like they're like from like basically the same neighborhood. So I reached out to KID or Kyle. Um, on Facebook and was just like, yo, I'm coming to Cali with Samson to shoot a video like would be down to like shoot. Like I love your music. What Samson showed me. I'd love to shoot some videos for you. And I went to Cali literally met up with Kyle outside his house on the front of his street. It's like, Hey, I'm Jake. Like, "Hi, I'm Kyle. I was like, you want to shoot a video and just shot a video uh, called <laughs> right then and there, right. Or just walking down the street, just going backwards. It's called we can And that was the start. Then we did like lemonade video, the fall, like started doing all these videos, keep it real. Well, that was a little later, but we just shot tons of videos and I put them all up on my channel, but that's when we did a video lemonade. It was like a remix to that orange juice or lemonade by Gucci man or something like that. And that one like kind of took off. Mm. And then the YouTube channel started popping for like music videos and, and independent artists and like just, dope filmmaking stuff kind of like videos like cool videos and stuff and like then i'd work with other artists and like david morris at the time dy um and sam king sk and like other artists and it kind of became a cool like independent music music video platform uh, early on and that's when i like it started taking off pretty quickly and that's i got funny. into beef uh with my teachers in film school cause because I, of it because i was ditching class like to go shoot videos right. like in la or whatever you know like i could fail you right now like and i was like i'm doing what well, i yeah, came yeah. here to do like it was crazy i i didn't have a good film school experience and um yeah it's just some wild stories like the one i have to tell so Again, that guy told me, that professor called me into his office hours, told me he could, you know, fail me because I wasn't following his curriculum. And I was just like, yo, like I'm getting like hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube. I'm getting paid to make music videos. Like, like this is what, you know, I came here to do. And he's like, yeah, but you're not following it. Like blah, blah, blah. He's like, I could literally, I'm not kidding you. He said, I could send your stuff to five directors I know right now. And they would all say it sucks.
0: Whoa. Those were his
1: words. And like, I just remember thinking like, okay, go ahead. Like it doesn't suck or I wouldn't have. And I remember that I was like, so then why do I have 300,000 views on this video? And like, I showed him the video. He was like, "Wait, what?" Oh, uh, and like backtracked and like said, "I don't know." And so we had like fucking bitch. And so like the alternative to making your your film for the like senior your senior project was to make three music videos. And no one was doing that. Was like the alternative look down option. Like you you make a film, you don't make it. And I was like, "I'm just gonna turn in three music videos that I'm freaking shoot getting paid for." Like so, I was like, "Screw this!" So that's why I wasn't like following his curriculum and. uh, when we ended up showing like our final projects or whatever, he ended up apologizing and saying they were really dope. I think it was Sam SK 4 mc highlights D Y New York times. I forget what the other one I turned in was, but those were like, you can still find those on YouTube. But I turned those in. He apologized, you know, and I think even like two years ago, a couple of years ago, he's reached out to me multiple times on Facebook. Like, hey, would love for you to come speak to I my bet directing you class. I would, bro. Yeah, and I was just, I've never responded. And he'll, he literally messaged me one time. He's like, oh, my student's too good to like respond to me now or something like that. Yeah, dude, like, you, <laughs> you're the
0: reason why people give up on shit. Right, like, right. And that's why, that's
1: what I said. I said, what if I would have been like that super like impressionable kid that was like, Oh man, maybe it isn't that good. Or I do suck. That's most this, motherfucking people. Right. Like, but I was I was so confident in what I was doing and I was seeing success, but I knew like the end goal and what I wanted to do. And I was like, I don't suck. Like, you know, otherwise I wouldn't be getting views Bro, or pay. So that's so fucking challenging. That could have ended my career low-key if I would have been that type of person that was just like Ah, he's right I suck like, it's crazy that
0: these people are put in place to be the people that you're supposed to look up to for yeah. at least three years whatever yeah. however long you're in that program or whatever and you
1: hear stories like that
0: all the time too I've heard I've heard stories from other people like that too it's crazy I'm so. down for like a hard mentor right. that's like gonna make right. you work and yo this isn't this isn't your best work do it again and right.
1: you're like, I'll never tell someone like, yo, this sucks or you suck. You'll never, you'll no, never make it. No, there's just like, different
0: ways you could do this. Or and maybe you never
1: t- know how someone's going to improve or progress. Like, and so to, to just shoot someone down, cut them off at the legs like that as a teacher specifically, not even just like as another human being, who's a troll or right. like hating, but like a teacher who's, you know teaching you or trying to coach you through life and school like to say that is kind of mind-boggling to me so
0: hey guys i just wanted to take a quick moment to you know stop this amazing episode shout out to jacob owens again for hopping on here i'm really proud of how many solid guests we're getting on this podcast but i just want to remind you guys again that our new how to charge a client guide is now available online so if you guys want to get that, shop BWNC.com. We're super proud of this uh, this guide. It's incredible. I feel like it's very, 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 very fucking helpful. Um, you, there's a lot that I think you guys will learn and benefit from when reading this. So if you want to get that guide, uh, it's available on shop BWNC.com. It should be right there on the homepage waiting for your, you to click on that. So check it out let us know what you think and let's get back to this jacob Owens interview i had a friend on here uh, his name is travis Lowy. He's like a public speaker he grew up in foster care and like is an advocate for that shit and one of the things i, I used to tour with him <clears throat> in iowa and whenever you speak like in all the cities or whatever we'd fly to i would just film like videos of him or whatever before right. i got here and the one thing i always he would say is like it's uh um damn i just totally fucking lost it it's all it's
1: one the one thing he'd say <laughs> was some about not cutting someone down or someone teaching. Damn, and what and the then,
0: fuck is the one thing? I love this line they said. Do <sighs> you remember oh, what right. it was? Like, it, take, it, it just it's one person maybe is like, not, it's like he says it cooler than that, but it, it's all about it's like one person can like make or break everybody, right? Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. him, everyone would always tell him like, "Yo," because he he grew up in foster care, he didn't have any guidance, whatever. It was like right. very rogue. They're like, "You're gonna be dead or in jail before you're 18." and he and he got done he had probation cuz he did some illegal shit or whatever it was was in probation did all of his community service did all this stuff and actually started turning a new leaf like he was working for the city right, for right, good right. and the last day the the officer dude wrote like um was like signing off on the papers and gave it to his like uh, aunt or whatever right, right. and he handed it off to the aunt he goes we'll see you here in a couple of weeks no way and he was like what the fuck like he felt like very charged up and then this dude was like see you soon and like that one person like changed his whole mental like it changed everything that right. he just learned from a person that's supposed to say like yo go be the best version of you right and and then he talked that's about later wild. on, like another teacher wrote so you Yeah, grabbed him out of this school and like gave him an applause for being like the best student or the most like achieved student throughout that year. It was nice. like we just always do this, we just want to tell you you're killing it. And like that changed his whole life. Right. right. And you never know who's gonna fucking shift your mental, bro. Oh, like yeah. that's so fucked. And yeah. teachers do that shit. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: fucked. That's so fucked to me. I hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've had I mean, I had more experiences like that in film school too. Um so it's just yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But
0: right. So so, having struggled with that, like clearly you took a, a rogue route, which in my opinion was the best yeah. route possible for right. you. And I think one thing that school systems lack is real world experience. Right. But how crucial... That's what f- I always tell people. Yeah, like Just what, go
1: get the experience. You don't need film... Because I have people messaging me and be like, yo, should I go to film school? And it's like, if you have the money and the resources and it's not going to like be a burden to you sure go totally. do it like because you never know what connections you'll make or what you'll learn right but if you're like if you have to struggle to make it happen no just go get that real world experience try and message people get on set yeah. make connections because like that's all it takes like i mean i've had people who reach out to me who then like have done stuff for me and then connect with other people and are like killing it now and doing great and right. didn't go to school yeah. or whatever and so it's just yeah I, it just depends on your situation totally. you know what i mean so
0: yeah um so when you started you started growing your channel, right? What right. I think is super cool, what you've been able to do, and I think this is something that all this is going to be the shift to me, in my opinion, is creating content, right? So you're directing it every day out here, every artist wants a video and they always want to spend the least amount of money on that shit. Yeah. Hey, we don't have very much money, blah, blah, blah but we want a bunch of fucking ideas to come, <laughs> come out of this fucking right, $20,000 right. budget or some bullshit. What I think is cool is that you have found a way to, and so did uh, Cole Bennett, right? With this right. Lyrical Lemonade right. shit. You've built a platform where it's also a distribution platform where you can upload and do a, a video. And in my my mind, what I've always thought, or at least I use you as an example, but I, I just guess what your, your way of doing it was. Like, all right, cool. If this artist doesn't have a lot of money, it is what it is. I'm still gonna make the video. I'm gonna make it happen but I get to put on my channel where right. I can reap the rewards of right. ad revenue and you could maybe do, right. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, placement. that's what I did early on. Like, Futuristic was never paying me for
1: videos. Right. I ended up getting paid on the back end like when the channel started popping and I started getting all the ad revenue. Same thing with like Kyle. Kyle didn't have money to, I mean, be paying me for
0: videos, and he was just a sixteen-year-old kid, like you know what I mean. So, and if you don't know who Kyle is, Kyle is Super Duper Kyle, yeah, and he just had Kyle. one of the biggest fucking hits on the radio last summer. With, with my little, little eye. Eye. yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kyle, love Kyle, yeah, catchy's for me for life,
1: yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, and same thing with him and then some of these other artists like if like I would do like discounted rates at least, you know, or something and then it goes on my channel, but it got to a point where they just wanted to put it on my channel because of how the much platform. like traffic was going there and the platform yeah. and to be associated with the other artists and people on there and um, that was yeah I ended up doing really well for myself off off that but so. I don't think
0: I, I think maybe like okay yeah that's one way to do it, is to have the platform which is a challenge to build but right. I think that the, the new and it's harder
1: now for super sure hard, the fact that Cole Bennett's done it today is like huge like super that's, huge because if you every every artist is trying to build their own brand and platform so like how do you just Build from nothing and get artists to put their videos on your right. channel, and like there. And now there are so many artists and so many videos and everything on a daily basis. How are you going to get the views to those videos? You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. to where you're getting enough money, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. on the back end, like and to make up for your time and whatnot. So it's like. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say it can't be done today because yeah, I never say that, but it's definitely way harder than it was even friggin' four or five years ago. Yeah. So
0: I feel like maybe one route is a, like a respect the shooter move that everyone needs to try to push on right. the content side, creating content for the artist. But in the in a sense of, I, I still am mind boggled, right? Like when, so, like I remember we did like a Chris Brown music video and it was like, it was cheap. It was like, right. It wasn't cheap. He was the featured artist and it was like 30,000 probably or some right. shit, right? You do this video, $30,000. Everyone is bending over backwards to make this video right. fucking happen and make it like come to life. And, I'm, right. and then the video drops and the video gets a billion views. And I'm sitting there thinking, all right, everyone has done enough research to know somewhere in between 2000 to like 7000 is the average uh, ad revenue you make on a million right. views, right? right? And that motherfucker got 7 billion views. So why was the budget 30? That's small. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why is it that? Right. And then, why does the, the fucking producer that wrote on that shit, the engineer that wrote get on that the shit, the one, get one off fee? They get their like 10%. Bro, I've talked about that all
1: the time. Like, because you'll, like, producers are different. Like, on music producers, like, they can get back backends of royalties. Like, the sales and royalties. Yeah, of course. Video, people don't
0: freaking Ever. get that.
1: And they're cool with it. No yeah. one's thinking,
0: like, why the fuck Bro, is a producer doing that? For the longest time,
1: I've been like, this is such a problem and such an issue because it's like, you bend over backwards to do this one off fee that you get, and that's it. And you don't get any back end from your
0: creation. Bro, you know. If what you mean? put out one, if you Produce one song and you got like a fucking sliver of that ch- that pie, and that becomes like a number one bestseller and yeah. it gets millions and millions of impressions right. or whatever. People buy houses from that yeah. shit yeah. immediately. Like one
1: song, well, Kyle Kyle even said it in one of his lines, like on the the I forget what song off the album Space uh, Moon Moon something or whatever, and he says like that that was uh, all the homies just bought whips and that was just off one hit or something like that. You know what I mean, like. Like,
0: one hit yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, that's but what the fuck like yeah. what the fuck one billion views times say three thousand on average yeah do the math i don't know what it yeah, is i don't know a shit ton of money <laughs> way more than <laughs> thirty thousand yeah way more than your five percent rate or your ten percent right. that you get from no, the budget 100%. as a director or it's, whatever it's like problem. it's unreal to me and that it fucking frustrates a problem. me problem but all right anyway that's just a rant yeah um i feel you though the, I, I feel the passion behind that rant. right yeah i feel you brother i think we got to build like a not a union but like a little <laughs> coalition <laughs> where we fucking change the game of that shit the two
1: the two starting founding members right
0: let's here go hammer <laughs> um Okay, sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> fucking good, pissed. I can tell, man. You're just you're <sighs> flushed right now. <sighs> and, but uh, yeah, anyway, we could talk about that for fucking hours. So okay, so you started yeah. directing for those dudes, right? Um, when you build, like, when did you hit your first hundred thousand subs?
1: Dude, I don't even know. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. It was. I have no idea. No, I wish I would have kept track. It wasn't of that like stuff, a monumental like, Oh, I did no, that shit. Right. no. I I The one thing I do remember was getting my first like YouTube check from like Google AdSense or whatever. And it was only like, like the very first one I got and it was like 250 bucks. And I just remember going, Oh, sh- <laughs> what? I got $250 yeah. from freaking YouTube, like for posting videos that, I wanted to make yeah. like you know what i mean like so that but that was like the very first one and then that kind of also sparked a thing and i was just like yeah i'm gonna keep this going and so,
0: so were you before you started other businesses were you focused on trying to build up your views and shit to try to make more money like you were yes kind of and starting no to like it? one
1: w- at one point yeah i was like oh let's you know like definitely like let's, let's shoot some stuff let's do this i want to work with this person or whatever but it was always always like a side thing mm-hmm. as well you know what i mean it wasn't ever just like my my main goal i always looked at it as just like another another stream of you know business income opportunities whatever but I'm still gonna be focused on all this stuff over here too right. and I never like <laughs> fully counted on that like some people might have been like oh, I'm only gonna like focus on YouTube or only do this and I always kind of like was like at some point that's gonna die down mm-hmm. or it could stop or the money dropped way off and if I'm turning down all these other gigs that aren't for my YouTube channel then what happens when that work potentially stops and youtube stops right. then i'm screwed yeah, cuz then i've kind of burned those relationships <clears throat> or just haven't upkept them or done jobs and now this is done so um i don't know i was always pretty calculative of uh you know not putting all my eggs into into one basket and and being aware of like yo know, things don't last forever kind right. of thing so hmm. um so did that? And lead, it didn't, did, you know. At but, some point, like all the artists that were I was working with were getting signed, and then you know they're going on their own channels or VIVO or whatever. And right. then you know it just got to a point where it's like it's no music videos don't go on there anymore. Now I just use it as like a filmmaking platform to inform people, to do like helpful videos, uh, you know, uh, reviews or behind the scenes content of my projects that I am doing or hired for, and like so now it's more like a, a filmmaking based creative business as well business and entrepreneurship talking about like the different things I do with my houses and right. just outside of filmmaking too so now it's more that and it's not really about music videos anymore
0: do you do you see yourself ever putting music videos back on there if I'm allowed, you know what I mean? Like, hey,
1: what do you mean? Like if the artist gives me the go ahead,
0: like if I right. do a view, video for
1: futuristic and he puts it on his channel and then like two weeks later, I'm like, yo, can I throw it on mine? Like, sure. Right. But again, I don't see revenue from that because now it's being claimed, you know mm. what I mean? That song. So it would have to be like some independent artist who isn't claiming their music via like through whatever, you know, TuneCore, core YouTube and right. like, but, I would have to like pop them off or they would have to pop off for that to like do anything for me. And I have just so many things going on right now that it's just not worth my time to like try and build an artist or build that up from ground zero. again. I'd rather focus on all the other opportunities, businesses, (laughs) you know, and and endeavors in front of me over here. Totally.
0: Yeah. So what was your first company that you started outside of filmmaking? Like, yeah, I was gonna
1: say my production company would be buff nerds, uh, buff nerds media, which turned that, but then tropic color. I guess would be technically like the first, is that first the one that one? you like low
0: key hid that? Yeah. You owned? Yeah. I
1: hid that for a long time. Cause I didn't want, I didn't want my name associated with it in the sense of like people who may be like salty at me or like, uh, envious or hateful. Like, Oh, I'm not going to support this. This is Jake's stuff. Right. Like, or look at me as like not a professional because I feel like I get that sometimes because I do inform people on YouTube and like make YouTube videos. People are like, Oh, this guy isn't, he isn't a professional it's like so you know what I mean like and so um, I didn't want like people associate I, w- I just wanted it to be successful in its own right because the products were dope and they were good yeah and then be like ha, yeah, okay, it's, it's me, it's me. <laughs> gotta pop like, out unsubscribe. so yeah return what's uh, <laughs> the <laughs> <can I> return <laughs> this product? like because I've seen like early on I saw a lot of big names like I see the orders coming in you know yeah. through our you know either PayPal website the the, the you know, analytics coming through and I'd recognize names like buying the our products. And I'd be like, Oh, I know, I know you, like, I would never say anything yeah. like publicly or like to them. But I was like, I don't think they would have bought that had they, if it yeah. was like Jacob Owens, right, product, right, you know right, what I mean? Right. And then like, I think a year down the line after a year in, I was like, yo, it's uh it's me and Tom guys. And what was the
0: purpose of, <sighs> of, of, exposing
1: just to let, I mean, I, it was, at that point it was successful and it was good and like it was doing well and it was res- like somewhat, I would say somewhat respected. And so I was like, okay, now I can come out and be like, Hey, this is me behind it. You right. know what I mean? And then use my extra bit of like, Oh damn. Cause a lot of people, you know, they follow me for stuff and if they want to support me and if they knew, maybe there was a lot of people who weren't purchasing from it, but now because it's like, Oh, this is Jake's company. Totally. Boom. I'm gonna support him, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get this stuff. He, everything he does is dope or right. whatever. So it was kind of that also the extra bit of like, yeah, like I'm behind it, you know, kind of thing. Totally. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of like not be like, Hey guys, it's my new company. I just wanted it to be successful yeah. on its own without being attached to me before
0: being like, yeah, it's me. So do you think that, um, having like having put in the effort to build that without anyone knowing who you are and, th- and, but like what you did was cool because you'd always make it look like you were sponsored by them or you were yeah. like, I was like an ambassador ambassador. Yeah. 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 How, how did you see, rev- I don't know, what'd you do, like referral codes or something at Yeah, the time? I
1: would like a referral code. So it'd be like, yo, use Jacob 20, save 20% off any Color products. Like they make the best products in the game.
0: That's what <laughs> I would so like do. It's so fucking smart. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> so it's so, so dope. Do. So then when, okay, having a production company, right? Well, I think it's cool what you do is you are the king of BTS. Yeah. Like you have. Appreciate that. Always something that shows what you just did. Right, right. Like, which is fucking fly. Like, you've built, like, an army of people that work with you. And right. the B- like, the BTS isn't garbage shit. It's like... Right fire bts right, right, right. which right. i think is cool because then like you said you find these people and then they grow on to do dope shit yeah yeah
1: 100 percent. and like, I, like a I lot like of these people who have done bts for me are doing awesome things now you yeah know i mean have gone on or met like jordan Wosey was the very first person who friggin' he hit me up on instagram and wanted to do bts for a couple of my shoots i had him do bts futuristic was looking for like a tour videographer photographer at the time i was like yo there's this kid who's doing bts for me he's pretty good with the camera like took him, he went on like two or three Zach's Futuristics tours, then Machine Gun Kelly's tour and boom, you know what I mean? So it's like, but freaking he's doing bts right. for me when he started
0: but i love it because he was on the podcast and he yeah. like told that whole story and oh really i think Don't. that that's super valuable because it's like it, you never know how that's gonna that's what t- i'm saying it's connections and getting out there it's
1: the ex- real life experience and the that you can't get yeah. that from film school right you know what i'm saying but like so. okay,
0: you just connecting him with whoever at right. the time he goes on and does xyz and then we what was the last video i just saw you on was machine and kelly's video yeah. which he was like running a bunch of shit and right. you were b cam and yeah. I, you do know andrew but like right. if say you didn't you probably still still would have been right at havoc and you did was video for the yeah, other mgk video the hollywood hollywood horror. Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. horror yes
1: with my new filter clug Kaleidos- it clug it kaleidoscope filter but prism- literally you came prism- in and shot effects
0: shot just with that just that filter specialty
1: for, camera just for those like kind of trippy visuals they wanted to get like tri- the dp taylor randall wanted to get like trippy and he was just like yo like can you could just, does your new filter fit on like a 105 millimeter anamorphic lens i was like no like we, <laughs> we only make it 77 millimeter i have like step up step down rings but i was like i can bring it in on my sigma like Sine lenses and run it on my red as like specialty cam, shoot eight K. Like that should be plenty of enough information right. for he's like, Yeah, so showed up there. I didn't even know why was directing it until oh, really? like he told me that day before. He was like, Oh, by the way, here's the treatment, see you tomorrow. And I saw it said like, you know, treatment wow, by really and I was like, Oh, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so, that is crazy. But yeah, showed up, shot like specialty camera, trippy visual effects with that. It was like the first time I had used the effect on like a or the filter on a video, and then we launched pre-order a little before that but yeah that's what i have to after this i have to go down to the warehouse and send all those pre-orders out because we're finishing up making all those right now so yeah i'm excited that that for that stuff it's fun it's fun to just create freaking things dude dude you it's funny i have people ask me and also like tom's friends ask him like yo like like how's prism lens effects doing like you enjoy it you like it. he's like yeah like it's dope to like get a break from doing this all the time and go over here and make something with your hands and create something that you see people out there in the world using like f- seeing all these orders coming from china and japan and germany and australia and people all over the world want to buy your product you made and use it for their content so sick. there's nothing doper than that so like, sick period like so it's who, fun who can you talk more about him tom yeah, like, so Tom, Tom we, well, he DPs. That's like his, his main thing and uh, I met him when I like first moved here like probably two months in, maybe a month in, I don't know and he had just picked up a red camera like Red Raven at the time, 4K and like, Adam shoot a video for me and we like clicked and we were like, cool. And he just shot he, like DP would everything from there on out for me oh, dope. and we just became really good friends. And like, we've just forever, we've, you know, as we've shot throughout the years, we've had ideas. Like I still have so many ideas for things, but anytime we come up with an idea for something, it's like, yo, let's build it, let's make it, let's turn it. Like that's where Tropic color came from. It's where prism lens effects came from. It's where some of these other things we have on the horizon come from. And so is your partner aerial, in all this shit. Aerial stock came from. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So all of them, like me and him just team up on all of it and just do it. He lives out in LA. Yeah. Yeah. He lives out here. He's very like, he's just, yeah, but he's a DP, but he's also, he's great on, you know, just like, again, very, very crafty dude. He's Mm. smart dude. um, And so, and just good good person too right. like that's the other thing you want to team up with people who are, have one the drive and hunger that you do cuz that's where like otherwise you end up like doing all this work and this person's kind of reaping off of that or not pushing it to where you could go if you guys both had like we both push each other we both work really hard but he's also just a really good dude yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. that's that's important too it's, it's someone that you can like trust and especially when you're you're going into business together like you know what i mean right. super, super important yeah, yeah yeah so
0: so how worked. important is it to to create a several different avenues of revenue it
1: is the most important thing you can do i think because like at the end of the day like i said like at some point something is going to stop Mm -hmm. like or or end in my opinion and i a good example i look at you know you have these people who work for companies in nine to five and one day that company shuts down, they're out of work, they're out of job, they lose their home or whatever because they don't have something else to back up and I, I look at even my uncle. My uncle was directing, I didn't know this till I was late, like 18 or 19. He was a director in Hollywood, second unit director on Mummy, Mummy Returns, oh, Van Helsing, shit. big movies and by the time I found out and was old enough, I went on the movie uh, for two weeks or a week and a half, G.I. Joe. It was like 200 million, 250 million dollar budget. Like the one I met, like, like,
0: like five years ago? Yeah, releases.
1: or I met like Channing Tatum and all that. He was the Marlon Waynes and stuff and i was on set this huge studio like huge movie and um and he was doing movies like that and then one day it just stopped and like now he he teaches at azusa pacific and he's a great filmmaker but it's like he he didn't have anything else and so he was out of work for a while and then had to get that job but like he was working heavy in the industry for i don't know maybe 15 20 years maybe more than that honestly actually because he got into it right out of usc film school and was just in it and One day it stopped. And so, and it's just good for a peace of mind too, for me knowing like, okay, I don't, I can choose what jobs I want to choose. Right. But then also like, if I choose to do no jobs and I want to go to Hawaii for two weeks, I have money coming in that I, I don't have to do anything for. I can sit back and I don't, I won't say, don't have to do anything for Cause I still will do like Instagram marketing or posts or like work on or whatever little things, but relatively like I don't have to take these jobs if I don't want to. And I can go do this and go on vacation and literally still be making money Yeah, because I have multiple streams. And so it's like one for the security of like your future. If, if something ever stops, your main source stops, you have at least something else to supplement it until you come up with something else or, you know, or can rebounce back or just, you know, just to yeah, just constantly be bringing in something so you can do whatever you want to do. That's why we were able to do prism lens effects. And like, cause it's like, it was a lot of work to get up and running. And if we, you know, we could stop doing a lot of jobs to like get that up and running to the point because we had tropic color right. doing well, you know what right. I mean? So it's like we can d- you can do what you want to do if you have different streams coming in. And so like, I always tell people like try and like get into like get into affiliate marketing get into like pushing other people's products. If you like it, like don't feel like you're a sellout for like, you know, like being an ambassador for another company like that's how you build the future you want you know what i mean because you can do whatever you want or put you know put all your energy to something because you're able to have you can stop what you're doing but still have stuff coming in right so you can focus on what you want to do you want to make a movie now you can put your money into the movie and spend time making your own little movie because you have something coming in on the back end right but if you don't if you only have one source and that one source is working a day job or working a day rate you know you know it's hard to kind of s- stop everything and f- do something you want to do Hands you know down. what i mean it's tough no, so i love that man as much as you know that's always my biggest if i try and find like you know build something create something for your future like multiple revenue streams cast as many lines out into the lake as possible like i don't know i just i'm able to do what i want when i want and i that's all just because of you know Building, building the different different streams and stuff, real estate, like right, you know, and that's what I look at that as my retirement too. Like this house that I just bought, hold on to that till it's paid off. Down the road when the Cali market's up even more, and it's like it's all paid off, and I decide, oh, I'm gonna sell this thing, and I can make just a huge chunk of money just from selling this house boom there's my retirement because when what we do there's no 401k or this or that so it's like you have to think like that like and i don't know if a lot of people do or just it's it's hard work too you know what i mean it's not just gonna just like happen and fall into your lap so well i think it's what's
0: interesting especially like talking about not having a retirement fund not having insurance all this shit you have to invest in all that stuff right yeah and what's what i see happen to a lot of people out here that aren't thinking the way you're thinking. I, I feel like you're a huge motivation for me, especially with black and cream. As we try to build this from just me trying to be like, oh, I have a lot of cool friends that do dope shit. I should right. talk to them. Like, All right, cool. How can I actually turn this into right. something that could help educate creators? Right. You know what I mean? now looking at the way you do it, I'm like, yo, the the way you move with all these different endeavors is so sick to me and it makes too much sense because people get pigeonholed all the time mm-hmm. into doing one thing. Right. And like you said, it can end tomorrow. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah. It, people were on vine fucking living their full life. Yeah. Fucking bro, gone. Making dumb money. And then all of a sudden, boop, it's gone. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just gone. And yeah. if you didn't
1: move your fans right. to somewhere else, you're right. fucked. Right. 100%.
0: I think yeah. the way you strategize that and the way that you've been able to, you know, level up in multiple ways is, setting you up for a long future obviously and and that shit can just keep getting bigger but having that umbrella is so key, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because what if like what if my like my uncle like right like there's so many like new people in being introduced to video all the time and like becoming new directors and whatnot like what if one day i i'm no longer cool to like direct a video like oh your content's not dope anymore or like there's just the the newer cooler, or you, or hotter you just cats, do or, hot
0: use music videos for hot instagram models and then all of a sudden you're 45 and you're fucking creepishly right. shooting uh I don't know, arsenic fucking Instagram videos. Right.
1: What the fuck? But what if like what if no one's booking me anymore, like for videos and it's like, shoot, that's how I was making my living. Like, what do I do now? Well, I already got all this other stuff, so I'm I'm good. You know what I mean? And then I can find another new way to make some money. But like if you don't have that, if you don't have that other thing, it's like a scary thought. And so yeah. like even bro, even so early on, I remember when I was mi- at the height of me making money on YouTube, I never spent that money. I always saved it. Cause I was like, YouTube could die one day or I could like stop making money. Like what if something happens? I, so my mom, cause I remember my mom was saying something. I was like, no, I don't want to ever think of that money as like money in my bank. Right. Like, of like, I have that to spend. Right. Like that's going somewhere where I'm not going to touch place. it because you hear so many stories of like even just like celebrities, athletes. They they're boom, they're popping, they're they're killing it in the NBA or whatever. They're making all this money. They're blowing it on cars, clubs. This boom knee injury out, like cut. Boom, now they're freaking working a bar somewhere in Chicago. You know, you, you just don't know. Yeah. And so I even said that early on when I was still living at home before I moved to LA or maybe I was, it was like right on the cusp and I was like, no, like every month I pretend like I, that's just extra. Right. Like I don't, I don't like take that money. Like I'm gonna go buy a chain now or like the uh, the new whip or whatever. Like I would, I would never do that. I was always like,
0: yeah, you look like you purchase things that have a purpose and longevity. You know what I mean? You own red. How many do you have one red, one red camera. And the reason I bought that, fuck.
1: Well the reason I bought that was it wasn't even to freaking. um, I just wanted, like I was shooting so much all the time. I just wanted at the drop of the hat to shoot whatever I wanted to shoot. Like I wanted to have a camera for it and not to have to be like, yo, like, yo, are you free? Like this yeah, and that. Like, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, whenever I wanted to shoot something, I could shoot it, you know? Cause I, I don't my career goal is not to be a DP like although I do it that's how I came up shooting my own stuff and I know how to and I'm good at it like that's not like oh my end all career be all like I'm gonna get a camera and start getting hired for DP. I just wanted to shoot whatever I wanted to shoot whenever I wanted to shoot it that's the reason I bought that camera so So,
0: but um, it also can pay for itself. Yeah, yeah, and yeah,
1: it's an investment as well. Because I remember as soon as I bought it, like and like announced that I had it or whatever, like I was getting hit up for a lot more DP jobs than than I ever was before. Because people want people want camera people that are like owner operators. You know what I mean? That like have their own shit. They want they don't want to have to hire you and then have to go like pay at a rental house to like rent a camera. Yeah, I mean today more so than ever. Like years ago, that was probably more so the thing because they weren't as accessible to right. like the general population. But now it's just like you're not getting hired unless you own the camera. Yeah, which like, is like tomorrow. Tough. I'm doing a video for the Goo, Goo dolls. What? Yeah, random, <laughs> <The fuck>? super <laughs> random. But they asked me to like, yo, do you have a second shooter? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, he needs make sure he has his own camera like that. It's like you're not renting. Yeah, we're not renting a camera. So I was like, all right. Yeah, but I got people that do that, but I'm going to hit people up that are owner operators. Like I'm not going to hit up someone that's like, a dope DP or a dope at shooting, but doesn't have a camera. So, so it's, it's like, crazy. it's just the new wave. Dude. It is. It's, it's the crazy. same thing
0: as like picking. I remember like picking girls for music videos, and it, if they didn't have following, they right. didn't get the right. They'd be gorgeous and they'd fit the role perfect, but you didn't have the following. Yeah, and it's like, look, man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. But it's, it makes sense because shit's cheaper and they need to, you know, you kind of have to. I think it's good though. I think people are starting to understand that investment's worth it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. some people literally just 100%. hire you for your camera yeah. and then you just happen to, I've know how to it. I've done it. Like,
1: whether They have talent or not, like, we just need that second camera, and it's
0: like, shoot, like, you got a camera, you're on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, show up, too. Like, so, yeah, it's easier. It's like, (laughs) it's just easier. Like, we're in a time where people are cool with throwing some shit on their credit card, and then hopefully, if they're smart enough, they can make that money back. See, I, so, I'm.
1: I'm the opposite. I buy everything cash. I do with cash. Smart. like Other than how a house is a little different.
0: Um, That's that Dave that's Ramsey. Rant- Dave Ramsey always talks about that. That's the only hard. thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally like when I bought my Mustang, cash, red, cash, like everything that is not a house, I make sure I have the cash and buy it. Cause I don't want to pay that interest over time. And like, what if I'm take the chances that I'm not getting like, and I'm yeah. paying extra or like, I can't pay it off. Like you just, I, I personally don't want that opportunity of like being potentially fucked in that way. So yeah, the literally the only thing like all, like do with that is like yeah like a buying a house but yeah it's there I, I don't listen to dave ramsey but my girlfriend listens to him like every time i get in the car and she's like driven it before i like turn on the car well, just it's fuck it's just dave <laughs> ramsey on the radio when i turn it now on this is like, why
0: you want to buy a car in cash okay guys this is <laughs> my mom was but she was just putting me on a bunch of dave ramsey insight dude. i was like okay shit yeah she she's always talking about him and stuff it's it's funny yeah. when i when i was like when i when i was gonna move with andrew and uh yeah way out in the valley i was like Fuck, I gotta get a car. Cause I drove my shitty ass high school car out here. Yeah, and it's yeah. like dead as fuck. It doesn't yeah. work. I'm like, I need to get a car if I live out in the boonies. And then <laughs> I was like, that. all right, I got to lease. I got to do all this shit. And I was like, YouTube. Yeah. He's popping up and just I spilling his guts. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, yeah. just like in the shower, like washing my hair, like, this dude's smart. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's smart <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. He just told me why not to lease a car. Like, right. fucking genius. Yeah. All right, cool. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good resource too. Listen, yeah. I mean,
1: I don't know enough to like recommend that, but I know enough people who are like, praise him or what he talks about so yeah, yeah go. i guess go check that out see if i should get him on money the podcast. advice i'd That'd be, That'd be crazy dave ramsey
0: yeah shout out to the goat of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so i feel like i covered a lot of this shit dude it, oh industry, industry jump industry jump talk about that do you have so yeah. many businesses fuck
1: yeah aerial stock too aerial if stock. you need the most affordable and dopest aerial stock footage on the internet aerial stock how are you collecting that It's done uh, per sale. Each clip is sold 25 bucks each, no matter what, it doesn't matter the clip. So it's like user submitted user submitted and then they get a percentage if their clip sells, That's dope, and that's it. But like, there's just too much like bro, like everything that I've done or created comes from a, and that's where the best, like I think inventions or ideas come from is come from necessity, right? You see like a problem or like, something that you need a solution for. And it's like, Oh, this doesn't exist. Like I need to create that. And it was like aerial footage. It was like, someone would be like, yo, we need like an intro shot of LA and to hire a drone operator. wasn't in the budget, but to go buy a single clip for like an eight second, like kind of clip would be like three, 400 bucks. I'm like, bro, what? No, like this, that's too much money. And then like YouTubers, like if they want to have like a, there's high school kids, kids are getting younger and younger with cameras and YouTube videos. And like, if they want to have an aerial clip, there's no way for them to get it unless they own a drone or or like they're not going to buy a 200, $300 clip online. So it was like, yo, let's try and like just user submitted clips, every clip, $25. Everyone can afford it. Like unlimited rights usage, whatever. And like if you're down to submit and be a part of that, cool. And we, we still have some work to do with that to get, we're just so many places right now that we haven't really been able to dive into that one fully. But like I, I think it's a good idea just in the vein of like, you know, there's not really something and it's just aerial stuff. It's not just like stock footage in general, like because so many of these stock footage websites you go to and it's just like hundreds of thousands of clips and it's all spread. Like you just need aerial footage. Just come here. This is,
0: that's all we do. Right, right, aerial right.
1: footage. You need... And so... so how? What's, kinda, it,
0: what's your strategy with all these businesses when it comes to marketing? Like, say an aerial site, I, I, I would assume it's very crucial to throw a shit ton of money into ads. That's
1: what the, we're gonna have to do for that one. Right. We haven't done it yet. Like, like we just specific. got it up, up and running and, like, have l- talked about it and be like, hey, it's live, but we haven't, like done like heavy marketing on it or what's your
0: approach been for like the prisms and like so that's
1: that's a good question because it's been mainly it was mainly like word of mouth through like me and just being like yo like go check these out and then putting up like a instagram video and then running a promo on it whether it was on facebook or instagram but then the key is just it bro it's getting Affiliates or ambassadors for your product, people that believe in your product and will use it and promote it to their following. Right. And you're not having to pay them to do that because they can make money Doing off it. of promoting it. Right. You know, and we've had like one of the ambassadors for Tropic Color, like this dude, I don't want to say his name just in case he doesn't want me to say it, but his code kills it. And he's made a couple thousand dollars just being like, hey guys, go check out Tropic Color's products, dopest in the game, save 10 with or 20%, whatever with his code. And then we pay him, you know, when he gets sales with his code, we pay him a percentage of that sale. So it's like, there's no cost to us because we're not like having to market or pay dollars on that or pay him, but he can still make, get free products from us and make money promoting. And so it's like a win, win for both parties. They can make money and get free stuff and we can make money. So it's like, it's like a fair. So that's, I feel like that's like one of the best ways is like ambassadors or affiliates that, um, one depending on their following you can either pay to like kind of promote you or just finding that fair balance of like yeah this is enough for me you know and kind of that win-win situation like because we don't really put that much into, into like ads. ads facebook market like i've always wanted to keep it as organic as possible and not like put it in front of people's faces too much yeah but i feel like there is a lot of potential there that we haven't even like tapped into yet. You yeah. know? And I'm not like a, a wizard with like Facebook marketing or Instagram marketing, but I feel like I have a decent grasp on it. But like yeah. if we wanted to, we could probably bring someone in who knows really what they're doing and it could like take things there. But I, it's all been kind of organic. I man. like that though. Yeah. I, I think
0: that, that that should probably be the approach Initially, anyway, right. just to get it started.
1: Well, that was like me, right? Yeah, that's how I started. Tropical. It was like, oh, I'm an ambassador. Yeah, like just letting them trust that, like, you use their stuff and organically, not being like, hey, guys, go get like, you know, this is my company, this and that, and add in your face. It was just like, yo, I use this stuff. If you want to use it too, here's twenty percent off.
0: Right, which is kind of like what the route of like being an influencer. Right, if you're and I, I was just talking to this with Andrew because I was like. Dude, you need to shoot more BTS of your shit or yeah, whatever? We we're just talking yeah. about it. And he's like, I yeah, noticed he's been doing that more. He's been trying, yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. like, I don't want to be, a, I'm like, I'm like you're an influencer. He's like I don't want to be an influencer. I'm like not in the fucking dumb like you know beach fucking thought. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm right. talking about like you actually directs and produce some of the biggest music videos in the world. Right. I'm like you people look up to you and care about your shit. So talk to them. Like let right. them. You don't have to do it in a corny way though. Like you can find. See your that's way. what
1: people think it's corny, man. I don't. People I, think it's corny to share that information and show behind the scenes and be like, hey guys, this is what I'm doing. And that's why I said I feel like some people like like look at me as like oh not a professional or this or that because i'm like sharing information making youtube videos and bts and like hey guys check this out it's like bro there's nothing corny about trying to help people ever and also help yourself like what you mean like what's corny about that exactly but i think it gets yeah like you said like andrew was kind of like oh i don't know if i want to be the influencer it might be kind of corny or whatever and it's like i think a 90 some percent of people look at it that way you know what well, I, mean? and
0: I think it's it's fair if you're all right cool you want to do traditional route that that's it is for it is what it is for some people but like for the people that talk down on yeah that yeah like if you're literally like the people you're saying like oh you're you're not professional all that shit it's like man okay but at the same time like people like when a preset comes out or something comes out and it's even free or whatever it is, video copilot was making all right. kinds of fucking amazing Wait, yeah, yeah. tutorials back yeah. in the day. Oh, yeah. There's uh lynda.com that's doing all this shit and we use that shit to learn. Right. What's the difference between them just having a fucking pro looking website that's, there's no real like leader of it. It's right. just like a name. Oh, right. Right. Versus someone that's just like, Hey, I also have knowledge I can do. I right, can talk sure. about whatever. Like, yeah. Um, uh, let me think Justin Odisho yeah, is yeah. like a fucking yeah, yeah. great, Tutorials, tutorial and stuff. yeah, yeah, and yeah. He doesn't do anything in the industry, right? He's not. He's never edited one music video, right? For well, yeah. that I know of, but right, like for right, anyone right. that's of stature, right? Yeah. But everyone that does edit music videos for fucking legends watches don't. his shit. Yeah, yeah. They watch or, his shit or won't like, sh- yeah, do what he's doing
1: because again they feel like oh that's like, like down here, yeah, you know, kind but of like, thing. What? I don't but, know. but still, I, don't know
0: I guarantee you, editors. I found myself. I was like on tour. I remember trying to find I was like fuck how do I key this one thing out in After Effects how do I do that shit again YouTube boom boom boom. Justin pops up I'm in Germany watching his video I'm like yo what the fuck that's crazy (laughs) but I'm watching a dude who just loves teaching yeah and that is not that's not a problem. Well, see, I love
1: it too. Cause like man, when I make any sort of like YouTube videos or tutorials or even just share information and maybe an IG caption or story or whatever. And people are like, yo bro, like you literally like changed my life or help motivate me to like get through film school or I don't have to go to film school because of you. Like you're helping me like become the, fi- like bro, that's, Awesome, like to hear that, and like makes you feel so good, like yeah. that you're like inspiring people to be the next you yeah. or like be the best them, and like, or like maybe they don't have money to go to film school, but because you share what you share, like they can do it, right? Like, that's cool to me, and it's there's nothing cool. corny about that. But if people want to say it's corny, whatever, I fuck don't em. care. Fuck we,
0: we, we just so we just now inspired by you like no. just okay i haven't seen you do this for over the years like okay. you making guides right oh yeah 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 we were sitting here that like started early on er- yeah early yeah. like i've even when i went to your store one time i was like there's a, a there's a mad shit in your store yeah you have a yeah. fucking shit ton of shit yeah <laughs> a lot a <laughs> shit tight. ton of shit <laughs> that's smart <laughs> but i was looking i was like because we were we started so many people ask me shit and it's like in depth it's like hard i could put exactly. it in podcast. where it comes from. It.
1: from right Taking taking a problem like some that keeps coming up on over, and over and over and like providing a solution to it. So you're probably getting all these questions about what probably podcast stuff. Podcast so making like a podcast guide or thinking about it or something. Yeah, no, yeah. we're gonna make oh. a
0: we made a um a guide. It'll by the time this comes out, it I think it'll be online. But it's okay. we're going it's just like how to charge a client booklet, right? So it's oh, like okay, cool. Through my experiences, wherever okay. like charging people and like what because I feel like it's an untouched. That's a, that's topic. a good thing. Um, but we just went shoot, in depth it. Yeah, and I feel like. I was thinking about it the other day too, and I was like, man, how, I wonder how we fuck, how do we get this shit out there or whatever. And you just saying, like, just talking to your friends and doing ambassador codes and shit like that right. it makes too much sense in that lane. And I feel like people. Yeah, bro.
1: Like, you reach out to me and be like, hey, Jake, you wanna be an ambassador for this? Cool. I believe in the product. Yeah, go get this new black with no cream uh, guide on how to charge clients. Use code Jacob20 Love for it. 20% off. Bro, you're gonna see sales. That's and true. And then I win, and you win. Right. Like, hmm. yeah. It's just that that that's to me is like the best kind of marketing when it's just organic and if it's some like a product that like you believe in and like people follow you because you're good at what you do and if you're pushing it and because you believe in it or use it,
0: people are going to pick it up. So it's like it's the best natural way to like spread something I think. And I think for me it was always like uh, is it corny to like like am I am I afraid to like go in that lane, but I've I feel like for me personally like i am obsessed with watching growth on youtube people that are killing right. youtube right and then i do all this shit and then people if i try to make a video then people are like wait what do you do you're doing youtube and i'm like yeah so what it's fucking dope as shit there's a whole community out there yeah. and there's like this weird stigma that for the longest time i don't know if that was just what made me not make it or if right. it, we were just so busy with shit that i had to like sit down and actually write out like create something like right. a digital it it takes work, work. It takes, it takes work. work but have now that we're doing it and me and dave have been working on this for like for like fucking weeks yeah, nice. and, and writing it feels so fulfilling to yeah. me to like be oh able yeah, to probably dude. give back in a certain way like 100% you talking about people like, saying like oh you changed my life all this shit yeah, is yeah. that's incredibly important to me and I think that every creator needs to consider finding a way to give back in one way or another whether right. it's through behind the scenes of how you did some XYZ or, right. or like going and speaking and doing shit like that A it makes you money like right. you should be able to make money for what giving, you do yeah. and helping people like do what you do but what you love yeah like there
1: you shouldn't be corny for like taking something you love to do and you're good at and like making money off of it yeah. like that's would, like that'd be like someone who like is it a masterful painter and like you know paints and paints but oh they don't want to teach a class on how they paint because it's corny they're going to make money in that way teaching other right. people how to master painting they're, it it makes they're no never going to make
0: your paintings. Yeah, you will always bro, I've continue always said to have like,
1: My book, I lay out in my book one, like a bunch of business stuff, but how I shoot my videos, how I edit them, like my favorite styles of shooting, this and that. And I'll have people like, yo, man, loved your book. Um, You know, like always keep it with me. I've read it front to back, blah, blah, blah. Check out this new video I did, inspired, like after I wrote. And it looks nothing like I've what I would do You're or good. shoot. Like it's just you... No one, no matter how much you teach someone or show someone how to do something, everyone's going to create the way they would create, and they're not you at the end of the day. Right. Like, I don't know, it's, I think people get, yeah, caught up in what maybe being like, oh, they're going to like take over and they're going to take work from me, or yeah, or it's corny, or like, yeah, feel like, yeah, they're going to like chop themselves off at the legs and like help other people race past them or something. I don't know. It's a weird, st- it's I've never a weird felt that way.
0: Yeah, it's like, yo, know, you're good, you're always going to be like, as soon as you make something that's fire and and no one else has done it, everyone is dissecting that motherfucker and they're figuring out how you did that shit. Like, gibson right. goes and does a gibson hazard video and every kid wants to make a gibson hazard right, video and right. they're like oh fuck how do i do cinema 4d <laughs> it's well you download it and then you learn how to use it and then right. you fucking get creative like right. you might right. not have drake photos or fucking right. you know footage with the goats but like you right. could still do what these people do like right it's not hard but i yeah i always i always feel like it's a weird thing to to hinder it and i applaud you for for finding a creative way to like give back constantly yeah. like constantly yeah. whether it and makes I'm you money trying. or doesn't, like I'm sure right. you've done a million things that don't make you money that give back, and no one yeah. even knows that shit. No, hundred
1: percent. Like, and that's the other thing too. Like, if I do stuff, like I mean, I've like, like I don't even want to say it, but I've like donated and stuff to like creative foundations and art foundations and stuff that's like cool. so kids can't like. But I never went on like YouTube or Instagram like, hey, yeah, I just donated like this much money to this you know children's arts thing. Like it's just not you know what I would do or want to do. Like these you know a lot of YouTubers are like, oh, I bought my brother a car and like they filmed the whole thing and whatever but um yeah i mean like speaking at my old high school multiple times i'm going back there in september to just talk about like my journey and how they can like don't listen to anyone if they're telling you like you can't do shit like i was i was you at one point i didn't have a camera freaking just a little kid that liked to put pictures into motion and then i found out how to put it on a computer and like i didn't have like some special in it's not like i was like born and raised in Hollywood, super wealthy by a rich or by a director who's done that. Like I had to find my own way just like you guys. And yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love just, that. You know, I'll, I'll do stuff like that. And I have like a mentorship program where like I mentor people right. and help them and, and let them on my sets and connect people. And I've had a lot of people through that, like connect with certain people and like go on. like one of them, uh, Alex Alec, Alexand- Alessandro is doing like a lot of stuff with Andrew right now. Oh, dope. Actually, like he BTS did the BTS thing. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, right, right. yeah, 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 I don't think I've met him yet. He's cool, cool dude. Italian dude. He's a he's funny guy. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. I have like a mentorship program that like I charge for it, but not what I could or should. But it's not all about that. And like like, like the way I like to put it is like there's like those, you know, what's it called? Uh... The Tony Robbins and like these these guys that do these events where they speak to hundreds or thousands of people, and I don't know what tickets are to that thing. Three thousand yeah, dollars, bro. Tony for Robbins. what? How many hours to go listen to him
0: talk? So, I mean, that motherfucker goes hard though. I guess You're right. No, His for event.
1: sure. I'm not discrediting him in any way, but I'm right. just saying like. Like you go listen to him talk for a few hours and that's what it costs you. And like my, my thing's nothing close to that. I give you my phone number, my email. We can talk. You come to my sets. We'll hang out. Like, well, i help you in any way you like. And it's just like for six months. Like, you know what Damn. I mean? Like, it's just like, I don't have to do that. You giving out the phone number.
0: Oh Yeah yeah so i don't think a beehive fan would fucking track my ass down (laughs) yeah that probably would not be good i'm giving them a google number (laughs) (laughs) so yeah
1: i i I that's incredible i enjoy helping you know but you should also like you know get get your money and get paid for for helping people too at times you know when it's right and you know you're you're teaching people how to do what you do it's like again like people go to art classes to learn to paint like they're not free i mean you might find some like free ones or whatever but like it is, it is what it is. So, um, but yeah, you should you should always help people, help people out.
0: When all right, so I do like a Q and A experience that's like on our Patreon channel. So I'm gonna will uh, oh, switch nice. to that shit. Okay, yeah, it's just like an exclusive thing for them. Exclusive. Which I want to talk to you about more finance things because I think a lot of people you're, you're the goat with fucking okay. making bread, and I want to get a little deeper into that. And then okay. ask the, they ask questions too. But um, before I end it, you the last video that I just saw you on was shooting for um, MGK. Yeah. Travis Barker and yeah. young blood. Yeah. You were running like B-cam, B cam, B cam, handheld handheld. All day. What was, uh, can you talk a little bit more about that day just cause it's relevant? Yeah. I mean, it was a fun day. I got like,
1: I was, I, was, I actually wasn't even supposed to be there. I was like going to head back to Arizona and Andrew called me literally like the night before I was going to drive back and was like, yo, what are you doing Saturday or something like that? And I was like, uh, nothing, but I was going to go back to Arizona. He's like, Oh, I need you for, uh, for B cam. I need you handheld on this MGK video. I was like, done so yeah yeah, it showed up and that was kind of my job for the day was just to run anything handheld so I mainly did because the first part of the day was like all movie stuff Corey was running movie but then like the concert stuff was all like just handheld using my creative movements and energy to, to capture, you know. Up uh, on ladders the, and the shit. Up on a ladder at one point. Yeah, luckily I didn't fall. That would have
0: been drastic <laughs> had I just toppled, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Especially with all lot of equipment. Boaz was, was climbing up a ladder and he like they almost almost went, oh, yeah it they're, they're not
1: safe it was wobbly luckily yeah it was but i got balance i got core strength so That's right get your get your weight up and then you'll be good and you won't fall off ladders yeah you, know you know fucking what I'm saying?
0: pussy so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking pussy ass <laughs> dps and second unit yeah. fucking get your gains yeah um, um but
1: no it's fun yeah and i had fun i just ran b cam and um yeah, it was a good day. It was a fun set. Like it was. it was. I remember, like, there's like BTS of me, and I'm like smiling behind the camera. And I remember a couple people comment, they're like, "Man, it's just so great to like see people like caring. smiling behind the camera and like loving what they're doing."
0: So uh, I I think it was cool because I saw MGK posted. I think um, yesterday he said that the video got a million, million. views yeah. in 24 hours. And, he's and never something done
1: he's never done. That. That. That's crazy. I would have thought that he has,
0: but maybe not. Crazy, right? Yeah, but like, tight. Wild Boy is probably the biggest song of that, whatever year that was. Right. But that yeah. was probably a slow gross. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think True. people consume like they do now. Right. You know what I mean? True. But I mean, yeah, it was dope that you guys are all part of that and we're able to, like, that's monumental for that. Yeah. For no, a that's cool. In a fucking day. It was a fun video. It, it's tight. It brought so many people back, I think, to so was kind of like
1: nostalgic, like early 2000s or, you know, videos because uh, that was a lot of the comments that I was seeing at least on my Instagram were like yo so nostalgic or reminds me of 2005 2008 or whatever which is weird to think like that is already like so long I know, ago like fucking, a decade and older like that's pretty yeah it's wild. like the high school so, emo like, yeah, punk yeah.
0: shit like that they did it was dope check yeah. out the video you gotta listen to it yeah um, but yeah I just wanted to chime in on that but this was great dude you fucking killed this interview this is fucking awesome did I I yeah. mean I feel like we could do a 10 I would love to do 10 with you. What's 10? 10 fucking interviews, bro. Oh, 10. Yeah, you're bro. I'm in here yeah. every day this week. <laughs> Knocking them down. Two times a day. I love it. Um, No. All right. So before, all before right. we switch over to the Patreon shit, uh, I always let my guests pick a hashtag, right? You pick a hashtag and, and what I tell everyone to do is go to Jacob's Instagram right, and tag it. me on whatever his most current post is when you're listening to this right now. Okay. Put this hashtag tag me at Ben Rovers World so that we both know that they listen to this whole interview. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so you can pick whatever. Hashtag constant creation. Whew. Done. Whew. Put
1: that out there into the. The Twitter sphere, the the ether, the
0: and throw in one of those fucking uh, yeah muscle muscle arm and a camera because the boy got him yeah you know muscle arm and a camera with hashtag constant creation uh, or fucking constant creation first then muscle camera there we no, go that's tight. whatever whatever uh, I appreciate you coming on here bro this you're thank you for genius. having me uh, this was
1: fun this was a good one thanks and I, man. the
0: setup here is crazy and I wish you all the success in the you world as well thank you dude I appreciate it all right switching all right. over to Patreon if you guys want to hear right. the whole thing it's on uh, Patreon.com/slash cream and you can hear this exclusive q a experience with
1: the buff nerd Jacob Owens.
0: Jacob Owens. What a hell of an episode. Guys, I like this podcast. I like it a lot. Um make sure you subscribe to Jacob on his YouTube channel. Find him on Instagram, all that stuff. His content is everywhere. His shop is fantastic, so definitely take a take a little scroll through that and make sure to cop something dope. Um our, again, our new uh, how to charge a client guide is available on shopbwnc.com. If you guys are interested in that, we are selling that right now. Uh, just go, you know, go dive deep into that guide and and write all over it if you print it out, I guess, I don't know how people write, may mock it up on an iPad, but definitely take some notes. I would love to hear your takeaways and reviews on that guide. I'm pumped as fuck. We went hard as hell on that thing. So thank you for, for downloading it. I'm excited to hear what you guys think. Um, if you guys want to save a few bucks on that guide, you can go to patreon.com slash cream. And when you become a patron, you get it for free. I think at the homies for sure tier and above, I can't remember. Um, It'll say it in the description. So definitely check that out. And uh, yeah, stoked on this contest that's coming up. um, Three more days, I think, until uh, you have to have your shit submitted. So I hope you guys are on it and and win money because that's what's going to happen. Shout out to Dutch Bros for that. All right, cool. That's it. See you guys on Wednesday. Yeah. Bye.